On this week's show, it is award season here on the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. Welcome to Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Saturday, January the 20th. We are just a few guys from the Midwest talking pop culture news, telling telling stories, taking your comments and whatever. I am Joey Mills with GeekDad.com. To my right, actually what we're going to do, we're shorthanded. We don't have Odin here pushing the buttons and we're going to try something different, uh, try to see if we can do some video as well. So I'm going to start the video recording. And so if you hear us uh, freaking out, you'll know why, because the camera dropped or something. So anyhow... Uh, we're going to do some video as well, so don't pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Sitting to my right is Mr. Kenny Wright. How's it going? Looking in the camera. Good job, Kenny. Hey. <laughs> ah, <laughs> <attack> the microphone. <laughs> it happened already. <laughs> and uh, across the table from Kenny to my left is Dustin, Dustin Stafford with uh, Cocktails Emporium, where everybody could use a little cocker tail. <laughs> All right, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> All right, again, it is the January 20th. It's been a couple of weeks since we last got together. What's going on, fellas? What's been uh, happening the last couple of weeks? Well, you know, just fixing microphones. <laughs> <laughs> Making some minor adjustments <laughs> to the microphone. You know, you know if you wouldn't you know, hump the table. <laughs> this podcast has my things. <laughs> Let's see if we can get that on the video here. Kenny trying to fix the yeah, mic. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, <laughs> not bowl in a china closet. I knocked it off. All right, maybe that's it. Okay. All right, so what's going on, guys? Oh, finally starting to get some business coming in again. People are getting a few paychecks and stuff like that. So, so they're coming then, to you for their dipping needs. Yeah, so kind of dealing with a special customer right now, but that's that one of the deals. So yeah, special in what way? Uh, just just a special person. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. So. <laughs> yeah, that, fair enough. <laughs> Names change, protect the guilty. Yeah, exactly. That's what's going on with you. Uh, not a whole lot. Working, starting to pick up as well. People, every time everybody gets a little um, tax money or the, you know, you, you get the early tax preparation people that are like. We're going to give you three grand, you know, if you come file your taxes now, so people can get their money actually before you can even file your taxes. Right. So H and R Block and Jackson Hewitt and stuff. So people want to do stuff. January is the time it all starts up. So just work. Just work. All right. Well, fair enough. We uh, like I said, it's been a couple of weeks since we met. Uh, this week, where we are, uh, kids were out of school on Monday for the holiday, and then the winter weather blew in. So I know all of us had kids that were out on Tuesday and Wednesday as well. Mine started late on Thursday. I think one of yours missed Thursday and went Friday. Yeah. We've got sick people going on with things. Uh, so for me, it was a week where I couldn't go out and do anything else for anybody else. I was stuck here with the kids, so I got caught up on some projects and some things I had to get done. Um, I, it was also a good week to get caught up on a couple movies. I finally got a chance to watch the It remake that came out. Uh, that was good. That was, was it? That was worth watching. I've got it if you want to borrow it. Yeah, I, I have not seen it. My son liked it. So. Yeah, it was pretty good. I've, I've heard mixed feelings about it. I haven't seen it myself, but the kids... It was like, surprisingly good. I wasn't expecting much, and it uh, it turned out really well. And I finally got a chance to watch the last uh, of the Planet of the Apes movies that came out this summer, the War of the Planet, War for the Planet of the Apes. War yeah, the how was that? It was uh, surprisingly good. If you liked the other two movies... I did. Then you'll certainly like this one. It kind of is... Uh, capping the trilogy i guess i don't know that they set out to make a trilogy but um it felt like it was kind of the end the way they end it there's certainly um certainly wrapped things up the stories they've been telling the first couple movies so cool it was uh it was worth watching i got it if you'll borrow yeah i i do because how, <laughs> how many movies do you have now i've got a couple if you need to borrow them <laughs> i know you need to borrow some because you haven't seen very many you guys we have way too much free time is that the problem? Well, yeah. I've told you, and what I do, I have a lot of time where I've got to wait 20 minutes for paint to dry, and then another 20 but, minutes for paint to dry. But if you're watching a movie for 20 minutes, and then you get into it, wouldn't you just finish it and not go back to the job? I'm, I'm used, the past three years, I've been used to just coming in and watching 10 minutes here, 20 minutes there, um, so it, it doesn't bother so me. So you're like a tattoo artist, then. That's what they do when they're tattooing. They've got, you got a movie playing, and they're looking at it half the time and tattooing you the other half the time. I hope not. Because, uh, I'll stop going there. Eyes over here, buddy. All right. Well, since we last met, a couple of things have happened. Uh, 
Have they? Yeah, they have. You got pregnant? Yes, I have. Well, I, I, <laughs> I do look that way. I'm about six months along. Uh, the uh, The Gifted on Fox wrapped up their first season. I know, Kenny, you were watching The Gifted, weren't you? Oh, yeah. that's I love that show. Yeah. They wrapped up the first season. Uh, Runaways on Hulu wrapped up their first season. Yeah, I, I haven't watched the finale yet. I've watched all of them. So. so you left them when they were getting ready to have a big showdown with their parents or whatever? No, the, the episode after that. Okay, okay. So... So runaways, not to be confused with runways. No, not, not <laughs> runway, not runway models. No, no. no so we. Uh, that's not that entertaining. I, I yeah. see those girls, and I'm like, "Here's a cheeseburger, honey. Have about three. <laughs> yeah. So uh, suck the peanut butter off, <laughs> off of a cheeseburger. <laughs> what? That's all he's like peanut butter and. Uh, Fruit or something like that. that. Haven't you ever looked into that? <laughs> I have no idea oh, what yeah. you're talking about. Peanut butter is the only thing they really eat besides fruit. That's All right, the, that's the only protein they can have. Peanut butter. So okay. suck the what, banana off, um, or suck the peanut butter <laughs> off a banana. Uh, I was wondering where you were going with that. Yeah. I don't know about all that. But anyhow. It's true. It's all true. So, uh, yeah, both uh, The Gifted and Runaways have been renewed for a second season. So Woo-hoo! we'll have those to look forward to sometime next yes, fall. Yes. Well, The run or the uh, Gifted mm-hmm. ended with, you know, season two coming soon. Yeah. I was like, well, what yeah, does I that Yeah, I saw that mean? too. I think that means like October, <laughs> November. That's not soon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I saw that too. But Anyhow, so that has uh, those shows have wrapped up. In the meantime, uh, Supergirl, The Flash, and Arrow all returned this week. Black Lightning debuted. Um, yeah. Apparently, it debuted pretty strong from what I've seen. Did you see it? Yeah, I watched it. I watched it. Uh, He's got it on video. I'm going to borrow it. <laughs> it's not out yet. Uh, you yeah, do it? I watched it on Tuesday. Tebow, and then, uh, <laughs> I watched it Tuesday, and then I caught the tail end of the repeat last night while I was waiting on S.H.I.E.L.D. to start up. So, yeah, I watched it. It, it was good. I liked it. I liked Did you watch it a lot. It? it gave me the feeling of uh, like Luke Cage. A little it, bit, yeah. You know, it had that kind of that feel. And it's it definitely... I'm sure it set out to set itself apart from the other Flash, Supergirl, all that. Right. I think it did. I mean, I, I liked it. Yeah, it was uh, their strongest. Uh, I think I read that it was the strongest episode they've had at that time slot all season that wasn't part of the crossover earlier in the season. So so it, it's come out to good, uh, good numbers, and uh, a lot of people online have liked it. I think it's got, like, top score on Rotten Tomatoes or something. So anyway... Uh, a lot of folks liked it. So that has gone on in the last couple of weeks. Also, if you guys have been paying attention, I only partially have. Uh, it's been award season. We've had Golden Globes Awards. <laughs> in the next month or so, we're going to see things like People's Choice Awards, Critics' Choice Awards, Screen Actors' Choice, Director's Choice, uh, Writer's Choice, Assistant Janders' Choice, Grammys, whatever. Uh, there are awards to be handed out all over the place. If you have anything to do with pop culture, it sounds like you're probably going to get nominated for an award, if not <laughs> win one. Did so. you say assistant janitor? Assistant janitor award? Yeah. You what do, is that? You don't watch those? No. It's where the uh, all the assistant janitors sit down and they figure out uh, which one had the cleanest restrooms on set, and uh, they hand out awards for that. Really? They keep their trailers the cleanest. And That's special. I, I like to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, everybody gets awards. Everybody hands out awards. So. You, uh, get an you didn't even mention Olympics. Yeah, there's Olympics. That's that's sports awards. Super Bowl, I guess, is coming up too. So all kinds of awards. We are also going to hand out some awards here of our own, and uh, I think we had a couple from the listeners as well. So we'll hand out some awards ourselves today. But before we do, we are going to talk about some entertainment headlines. Uh, first thing I've got down here, Marvel Comics. Marvel was the top-selling comic publisher in 2017 Somehow, and I say somehow because <laughs> I don't know who's buying Marvel Comics. I, nobody I know buys Marvel Comics. So I got two. Oh. Do you? Yeah, they're not mine though. Okay, you need Marvel some, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. so. <laughs> Apparently, they're stealing the two. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, Marvel it was the top-selling publisher in 2017, and I have to think it has to be on the strength of what's going on with their movies and their Netflix shows. I can't imagine oh, yeah. because I. The, the comics that I have seen, um, their big events this year did not, from what I understand, go over very well, but uh, but they're selling them. So I, I think that maybe some of the negative uh, press from the films has hurt DC's comic sales, I would guess. So while Marvel on the other side is trying to make their comics more in line with their <coughs> successful films, um, that's got to be helping them. But one thing that I noticed this week that is can only help Marvel is... Uh, the rights to the Conan comic books have gone back to Marvel Comics. Uh, Marvel Comics published Conan 
in various forms under different titles um, from uh, 1970 to the year 2000. So for 30 years, Marvel Comics had uh, the Conan property. Uh, it went away to various other comic publishers. And starting in January 2019, we will see a new Conan uh, title being published by Marvel. Kenny, I know you're a big Conan guy. Uh, you, oh, yeah. I like the uh, comic books. I was given some when I was little. Mm-hmm. And being... I love the art of it and everything. Right. I, I actually... When I was little, little, I would draw my Mickey Mouse, my stuff like that. But then shortly after that came Conan into my life. And women so with no tops. And- <laughs> I, a lot of my art from, say, third grade up was barbarians and dragons and cyclopses and stuff like that. And that's all come from that because I, I love that. And then, of course, get older, you have the Conan movies, and, right. you know, I'll still sit down and watch the original one, you know. So. Yeah, it was on a couple times over the last week or so. On Yeah, I watched it one time, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just saw it on not too and, long ago. And we talked, I, I still want the Conan sword. I've had a couple times to get it, but they were a little cheaper. I want a quality a one. nice one, just, yeah. yeah. You want the original Conan sword. I'd freaking love that. That'd be amazing. <laughs> but I'm sure that's stuff somewhere in a... Museum or in a something because that's a pop culture, culture kind of. Yeah. But if not, I'd love to buy it. And if they sell it, so <laughs> cheap, I'd be yeah. happy. Dude. Somebody knows where that's sitting. Uh, I finally got the <laughs> Highlander katana from yeah. uh, for my birthday or for Christmas. So I was uh, pretty happy about that. So now I have the Claymore and the katana. So there you go. Uh, also in entertainment headlines, Jumanji has passed Justice League, another movie that's passed Justice League. Um, again, in spite of Justice League having a month or more head start, um, yeah, it's not a good, good not good times for Justice League again. Yeah, still, I don't get uh, it. Did you see Jumanji? Did, uh, did I thought I no, it. we want to see it. We just haven't uh, like settled down on a time yet. Oh, yeah, I thought so. maybe you had. You haven't seen it, Dustin? No, do you have, do you own it? No, <laughs> no, you cannot borrow that one from me yet. Uh, no, I haven't seen it. No. Okay, well, uh, it's out, and it has passed Justice League. Um, the, another film, uh, piece of film news, The Last Jedi, I guess, uh, has opened in China. It's not doing um, as hot as they had expected it to, I guess. Um, also, recently, uh, the director, Ryan Johnson, has been going on uh, social media a lot, kind of defending the movie and defending choices in the movie from the the loud online hate groups or whoever they are, the people that hated this movie. Um, so, unfortunately, The Last Jedi is only expected to make $1.3 billion with a B at the box office. Um, I know right now it's like number 12 all time. So, you know, I'd, poor guy is only going to make $1.3 billion with this movie that yeah, everybody acts like they don't like. <laughs> uh, but clearly somebody at $1.3 billion worth of people have watched it. And whether they like it or not, they, uh, they paid for the tickets. So, at that point, at that amount, I imagine some people have seen it more than once. <laughs> I don't think they've hate watched it more than once, but I want to see it again. I, I really do. I mean, I'd, I'd like to see, uh, you know, maybe something that going with a different attitude or something. You different know, perspective just, on yeah, it. just something. You know, because I mean, like I said, we talked about. It. I didn't, I didn't hate it. Yeah, but you know, I didn't fall in love with it. So I'd, I'd like to give it a second chance. You know, just. For myself, you know. Would I watch it again in the theater? No. I'd, I'd rent it again. <laughs> borrow from Joey. You'd borrow, I'd borrow from <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I'd like to watch it again, um, probably with the captions on, just to see if there's something I missed in the dialogue. Because some of that was... There were times where I found myself kind of like, I don't hear what he just said, or I, what? I can understand that. So maybe with the captions on, kind of watch it again, see if I missed something that makes it make more sense. Well, or, to me, it, you know, it almost feels like... Okay, we got to get this movie out by X amount of time, so let's just knock this thing out, and the people will love it because it says Star Wars on it. Right. And you know, I, I know I kept comparing it to Rogue One, but Rogue One seems more thought out. Like they put more into it. Like they're like, I don't care how long this thing takes, we're doing this. You know, we'll get it out when we get it out. And it just, you know, maybe I'm wrong on that, but to me, it just feels like they would just took. A little longer with it maybe they could have maybe sat back and watched it and been like hmm yeah we can, maybe we can trim this we yeah. can do a little with that uh i saw a couple things uh with rogue one i guess 
when they are trying to steal the Death Star plans and they're in the kind of tower thing and they're pulling out the discs and stuff, yeah. there was something that uh, one of the discs they pulled out, they mentioned just in passing, like, oh, hyperspace tracking or something. So, like, they planted the seed in Rogue One that the, back the Empire was working on being able to track ships through hyperspace. So it's kind of funny how they threw that in, knowing that they were gonna that was going to be part of the plot points for huh. uh, for it. Uh, Whatever that last Jedi. They, they added that later. They yeah, they've they have gone in afterwards. Yeah, they put it in there. Like you guys didn't catch that the first time. Yeah, well, you were. How'd they get on my DVD? <laughs> How'd you do that? But uh, I saw that, and then I saw also somebody had compared. Uh, you know, the last Jedi is very much. You know, Star Wars was kind of built a lot around comparing that fight the rebels and the Empire kind of comparing it to World War II. A lot of the imagery was World War II-centric and how it was kind of the the baby boomers and Gen X, kind of their movie and their imagery, where this Last Jedi is more for the millennials. And that I saw somebody suggesting that that was part of the reason why a lot of the older crowd doesn't like it because it's it's kind of making... It's it's the difference between Gen X and older and the millennials where, you know, they take nothing seriously and everything's a joke to them and it's all, you know, it's all about me and it's all ironic and irreverent without being ever being serious or faithful to what the traditional stuff that came before. And somebody had suggested that that was a lot of the problem with the disconnect between the people that loved it, the younger crowd. And we talked about how whatever you saw first in the theater was probably the one that you attached to the most. Yeah. Dusty saw the prequels first. He never saw the older ones in the theater, so he puts them up a little bit higher. We had saw the older ones in the theater. We put them up a little bit higher. The younger crowd that never saw those other ones in the theater have kind of elevated these. But some people have said that that could be part of the disconnect because it, it is very much a millennial take on Star Wars where it's kind of nothing's really serious. It's all ironic. It's all moody. Let everything die that came before. And, yeah. and there are some suggestions that it's just a generational uh, divide or a difference that, that's kind of driven that. I you mean, watched the first ones in the theater? I watched uh, Empire Strikes Back and uh, Return of the Jedi in the theater, yeah. You probably did. You probably saw. Well, I don't know if you saw. No, I don't think so. You would have been. You would have been a baby if you did. But I don't even know that you watched any of those. The the first. I mean, I watched the first two. You weren't around for VHS, right? (laughs) Or USA when they got the rights or something. But yeah, I. I don't know that you were. But then there was a huge time break between the next ones, so we were older, teenagers at least before the first one. Yeah, Yeah, the first one came out. Yeah, it'll be interesting to find out. You know, later on. In another ten years or whatever, how these movies hold up, you know, as the the millennials have their kids and their kids watch it, you know, do, will they get into it? Will they, you know, will it be something that appeal to that new mindset of kids or whatever, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we're ever going to see a point where we've got a break of five, ten, fifteen, twenty years without a Star Wars movie. So, I'd, if they're coming that quickly, that frequently, I don't know that there's ever going to be that. Like what you had where you never saw the originals and then by the time they had a new Star Wars in the theaters, you know, you're in your upper teens or, you know, I, I don't know. The to bring back oh. Jar Jar Banks. Well, no, I mean, I they're <laughs> ever going to be doing that. Yeah, but I mean, if they're, you know, if they pump out the Han Solo movie, you know, pump out a Young Yoda movie, you right. know, Boba Fett movie, stuff like that, that may allow the kids that are three or four now to be eight or nine by the time. Right. You know, they get into maybe not the first of the next, you know, three thing, but maybe the second one. And, you know, right. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just curious if they'll watch it with their, you know, because the millennials be like, well, let me show you mine, you know, The Last yeah, Jedi. This isn't Grandpa's Star Wars. This is my Star Wars. Yeah, Here's your Star Wars. You know, will the kids be like, oh, this is shit, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Or will they be like, oh, okay, because maybe that mindset will still be, I mean, nothing against millennial people or anything, right. but. You know, we come from a different age group. All three of us do. Of, you know, that some of that shit's not tolerated. You know, yeah. the, the way they are and stuff. So, and that's not all of them. But right. you know, I just it'd be, I'm just curious. You know, what it'd be like when my kids have kids. You know, will they look back on these movies as you know the classic Star Wars? You know, but I think too a lot of it is these movies do skew younger for a reason. They tried to make it for a younger crowd because you can sell more stuff that way. Um, so when the millennials are, all, are our age, are they going to look back at those and be like, uh, okay, that was kind of for a younger, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, we were into that at one point, but not so much anymore. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing. If you look back, do you enjoy the original 007s? That would be the same, the same concept. Right. And if your kids 
enjoy the new 007s and then look back at how kind of cheesy they were back then, you know, and not as action-packed as they are today. It's the same same concept. Yeah. Cause I haven't seen any of like the new with uh, what's his name? Daniel Craig. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen any of those, but now all the ones from the older, there yeah. back, you know, stuff I've, I've enjoyed. So I just, it's not for any other reason that I just haven't. Right. It, they've not been on. Right. Moving on into the next uh, thing on our list here, uh, creator of the comic artist of writer of and apparently now film director of uh, Spawn, Todd McFarlane. He's doing a lot of talking about the new Spawn film. I don't know if somebody happened to catch him out at a press thing and just hammered him for hours with questions or what, but he's doing a lot of uh, gum flapping now. Uh, they've just started the casting process. Uh, according to McFarland, the major presences in this movie are going to be a female lead, Spawn, and then the police. And so it's not a it's not a reboot. It's not a let's tell the origin story all over again. From what I understand, it's going to be more of a horror drama. Spawn's kind of an urban legend, almost like a boogeyman for the bad guys kind of thing. Um, the way he uh, explained it in one of his uh, interviews was he expe- he compares uh, the cop, which is Twitch from the Sam and Twitch comics, which is, goes back to Spawn, the comics, um, as kind of Sheriff Brody and Spawn is more like Jaws, where the police are trying to track down this, you know, this presence, I guess, that that's haunting the, the criminals in the city or whatever. Um, he expects it to be a hard R, a uh, budget of about $10 million. So if you're only putting $10 million into the movie, you can take some risks and not have to worry about making $150 million to make your money back or whatever. Um, should be about an hour and a half long, he's saying, looking for an early 2019 release date. So all the things that are being said make it sound like they're going for that more of a almost an independent film kind of feel with knowing that, you know, they're going to have to do some big budget, you know, CG so with the capes the, and stuff. The Spawn is going to be a female? No, the movie is supposed to have, I guess there's a female character. I'm guessing she's probably being terrorized by somebody. Oh, okay. And okay. then the cops are trying to help her and they can't or something. And so Spawn is probably in some sort of protector role and hunting the bad guys. And, you know, well, sure, with all the, you know, this was a... Last year was a good year for like vigilantes. Well, (laughs) that, but more like female empowerment. Right. And so I was curious when you said that, I was like, are they going to spawn that? Yeah, you know. They could. I mean, there's no reason that spawn has to be a male other than they're just trying to connect to the old, the comic. Yeah, he's got the powers from hell. I mean, yeah, it could be be anybody. I think they're probably, (laughs) and and spawn wasn't the first spawn or the only spawn, so they could go back and have whomever. Oh, I know. I loved all those different spawn. Oh, yeah, I remember the toys, collecting all those. Not all of them, but a few of them because they're pretty expensive. But uh, so, yeah, that it sounds like it's moving right along, and it sounds like it's going to be, you know, Kind of like it was a smaller movie and a yeah. horror movie, and they didn't have to blow out a huge budget, which means they didn't have to make a bunch of money back. So, um, sounds like it has some promise, I think, based on well, what they're trying to do. How much do, I know you know this kind of stuff, like The Flash, how much does it cost to do like an episode of that? Uh, last I heard, they're around two million an episode, and a lot of that's on CGI and salaries. Yeah, so I mean, so, if you get a cast on this spawn that maybe doesn't require a huge salary. $10 million, you could do a lot of good stuff with that. Well, and Spawn is kind of more along like the lines of like a Freddy or a Jason. You can, not so much Freddy because there was one actor all along until they rebooted it. But with Jason, how many different actors wore the mask? He's got a mask on. You never see the actor underneath it. So yeah. Spawn doesn't have to be an, a big name actor just because he's the title character in the movie. You know, if you're not going with any kind of an origin story, you're just starting off with the guy in the makeup with the cape, then you can throw whoever. You can throw a stuntman underneath there and give him top who, billing. And, who was it in the movie? Was that uh, the Michael Jawal? Michael Jawal. Yeah, 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 he was in the original. But he had a lot of time, especially early in the movie, out of costume. You know, It was the yeah. origin, the setup. So. But I'm just saying he wasn't like ever... He's never he been a huge star. star. Yeah amazing martial artist but right. but yeah he's never been a big star so you, know, you don't have to throw a lot of money at you know casting heck no you can do it all i'll go it see all it the yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll definitely go see it i love this small i love everything spawn so yeah. one of the things we've talked about here uh the hasbro shared universe of movies apparently is not going to happen um i think it was our last show we talked about how they had greenlit uh 
a couple more Transformer movies and a new G.I. Joe movie, I think. And we were wondering, how is that going to play? Because they talked about having all those with a few other properties tie in. Um, apparently, they don't have to worry about that because they're not going to do that. Uh, John, Francis Day, Daly, and uh, Jonathan Goldstein, who were in the writer's room that assembled to put together that, along with a lot of other uh, high-powered, top-billing, you know, big-name producers and writers and directors, um, they were in that room, and they said that the team sat down, and over about three weeks, they came up with about 11 different films that they could tie into, you know, whether it was Mask or ROM or G.I. Joe or Transformers, and then, and then of course, the, like, Avengers-like mashups of getting them all together for whatever. Um, they came up with 11 movies, and then nothing happened. It all kind of fell apart, so... Um, that's why Paramount has just pushed forward with more G.I. Joe and Transformers, I guess. So, well, Which is kind of sad. I would like to see how those, how the, the, our toy box, we used to play with all those toys together anyway. Yeah. It'd been nice to see how they played out on the screen together. That'd be, well, you know, with that Ready Player One, Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how well that movie does. And if that movie does really good because there is all that stuff in there, they might say, eh, let's go ahead and do a movie. You know? Yeah, let's give it a try. Yeah, I don't know. I remember we used to set up some pretty uh, epic battles <laughs> downstairs with all of our... About 400 G.I. Joes <laughs> scattered out all over the place. <laughs> and it wasn't just the G.I. Joes. There was the Star Wars. There, there was, was the some Ninja he, Turtles. He-Man. He yeah. yeah. Let's see. There was quite a bit of shit now. <laughs> there was. Everything we had was thrown together, so... When the uh, G.I. Joes would hijack the turtle van. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd be a special ops mission to go take the van from the turtles or... And then when uh, I remember when Mom started babysitting there, we started implementing. Uh, there was actually girl toys in there where the GI Joes would raid the Barbie house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> panty raid. <boys. laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, when you when you grow up with movies like Animal House and Revenge of the Nerds, you know, you're used yeah. to that stuff. Uh, so that is going on. Uh, I know, Dusty, you and I both have pre-ordered our copies of Sea of Thieves. Uh, I got mine from yeah, PC. You yeah, Kenny, Kenny, we have. Both of us have. <laughs> we have, we have pre-ordered our <laughs> copies. <laughs> Kenny, we'll, we'll have fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we've got them pre-ordered because uh, we can start uh, beta testing them on Wednesday, right? So yep. uh, we are going to be doing some of that. We might we, That might be a good chance to uh, live stream some stuff, see how... If we can get anything going with a Twitch yeah, channel. it would. Birthday present. And by we, I mean probably you because I'm not going <laughs> to have time to do it. Uh, so that's going on. I've been beta testing a little bit this weekend, uh, Monster Hunter World on PS4. Probably won't be buying that right away. But You know, I watched a lot of videos on that, and it just, I just can't. I like, I like the concept of it, but yeah. there needs to be more to it than just getting some... You know, getting a sword and, and going to kill dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, that seems like that's all the whole thing is. Is go get yeah, a quest to is. kill this dinosaur and then come back and maybe make you some new a new weapon to go kill this next dinosaur. Yeah, that's pretty much so, all it is. Yeah. I, I don't think it's for me. Probably not. It's not, probably not going to be for me either. Uh, speaking of video games, <laughs> 10 million people tuned in to the first weekend of the Overwatch League. We talked about this on our last show as well. Um, just for comparison, remember that the movie Bright on Netflix had 11 million views over its first weekend, um, and Netflix is a whole lot better positioned than Twitch is to get <laughs> people to watch it. So, uh, so Twitch paid uh, 90 million dollars, found out for the rights to be the exclusive carrier for this first season of the Overwatch League. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you think 90 million dollars for people to watch stuff on their computers or whatever. They'll get it all. They'll back. get it back <laughs> because yeah. 10 million people watched it the first week. Uh, the highest uh, number they had 437,000, just under a half a million concurrent viewers. So that means people online at once watching uh, the Dallas versus Seoul match, which is the largest of the first weekend. Um, Overwatch currently has 35 million players worldwide. So if 10 million have watched it that first week, about a third of the players, I'm guessing, tuned in and watched to see how the, the uh, league goes and. Uh, I did see also that Friday uh, they added Toyota as a sponsor. So Toyota's paying a little bit of money to be a, a sponsor on The this. proof is in the pudding, man. It's just uh, people enjoy watching other people play video games. They, yeah. They, I mean, they have for, oh, I'd say at least the last five years it's really took off. When they started the old Call of Duty series is, you know, and stuff, that's when 
that's when everything started happening. And I don't but, get it because well, I that, did, that I was did. always that was the worst part of having friends over on the Nintendo because you only had two controllers. So somebody, if you had more than two friends over, somebody had to sit and watch. It's the and t- I didn't care after the tips and tricks, man. It's like yeah. I mean, I I browse through Twitch all the time on a game that I enjoy playing and watch other people play the game and see how. If you can learn how other people play, that makes you a better player. Right. Because now you know kind of their strategies, and it might change yours up to match some of theirs. And so, I, I mean, I watch it. I haven't watched this because I've got a job. But. <laughs> <laughs> because I've got a life outside of watching video games. But yeah, I don't know. If I have that kind of time and I'm at a computer, I'd rather just play the game instead of watching. I, yeah, I mean, I I do. But then I'll every once in a while I'll kick back and just watch some other people play. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo has teased what they're calling Labo, which has to be short for laboratory, I'm sure, kits. Um, They're going to release on April 20th. These are basically cardboard kits that you punch out and you bend them and fold them and it makes things that you can snap your switch and your controllers into and it allows you to play your games differently. The coolest one I saw was like, it's a cardboard backpack and it had like little yarn that came out the sides of it. And it goes out to your controllers. You built like you formed cardboard gloves, and then you slapped your switch in the back. And what happens is, when you're playing on your TV, you're like this giant robot, and you've got this robot cardboard gloves on and stuff. And you're using but your how? On. What's the integrity of a cardboard? Oh, I'm sure it's crap, but it's also kind of smart because if I get a cardboard box and I want to make a robot out of it, it's, it's going back to what kids used to do when we were young and didn't have the switch to plug into it. It was, yeah. you know, but at what, full, but what your cost, though? I mean, 70 ver- bucks. I <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I can get a cardboard box out of the garage <laughs> yeah. and make my same backpack. Well, yeah. hopefully it's decorated real nice. <laughs> well, you can, no, we're gonna have you it. can decorate it yourself. That's oh, how they're We're going to have it dipped so the integrity <laughs> is strengthened. Yeah, well, not really. It was, it was just wet. It's, no. Yeah, wet cardboard is probably not going to cut it. But, Spray uh, paint it, airbrush it. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, I guess what they decided was rather than uh, finding a manufacturer to release tons of plastic accessories that nobody's ever going to buy for that price, they'll just print them in cardboard and let you make you fold them yourself. You see the kid that 3D printed his glasses in Rogersville? No. So his glasses broke. Right. And he took, so he pops out the lenses, and I guess. Instead of buying another $100 frames, he 3D printed his frames and popped his glasses lenses back in his glasses and now wears the 3D printed ones. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 3D printing, I mean, since it came out and years ago, I was like, how is no one else getting excited about this? <laughs> right, yeah. I cannot be the only one who thinks this is amazing. The 3D printed AR were pretty cool. I watched some of that. The problem they had was they were getting too hot. So they the pep- start to melt. Yeah. yeah. So you could only get like you know a hundred grams through them before they were just junk. Well, the, so, I've seen, you know you've seen I don't know if you've seen it, but people are printing like prosthetic arms and stuff, or oh, like, yeah. or like they're buying the basic thing, but then they're three D printing like a new case or something. So you know kids are getting like Star Wars clone trooper arms. Well, they're three D printing all kinds of like like organs and stuff. Yeah. I mean they're. It's amazing. I mean, you're they're 3D printing food. They're doing all kinds of that stuff. And I'm just like, how is... I mean, everybody's like, yeah, they 3D print this. And I'm like, how are you not jumping for joy? I was like, this is amazing technology. And everybody's just like, yeah, fuck it, whatever, you know? Did yeah. you guys see... To not to change the subject. Did you guys <laughs> see at the Vegas show the skins they have now? They're called sleeves. They're like a woman and a man sleeve, and they're supposed to like be able to implement your brain into these what look like human beings, but they're made, and you can like get you can buy them. You can be man or female. So technically, if you die, you can actually carry on as another. So, so you're telling me VR hookers is a thing? No, no <laughs> VR. This is real. <laughs> <laughs> they so, put yeah. your brain power inside of these, what they're calling sleeves, and you can be a female with big boobs or however you want to design your character. And if you were dead, then that big titted gal could li- could be you. See, and I thought that machine that <laughs> it's you on, could... It's on there. You know that machine that you can like kiss into? So if you... <laughs> Wait, I, if I don't know. Have you ever seen this? No. I've been on a bunch uh, of different things. No. Uh, some late night deals and some other things like that but it's a <laughs> clearly we're not watching a, the same program it's like a thing like this and there's How, what uh, kind of shape is it 
Uh, well, it's like it's you know it's got the uh, like the rubber coating you know on it, and uh, I guess it is. I'm it taking like this it off of the. But it looks like off lips. Of a different world. And, <laughs> I don't know. Well, it looks like lips, and I think there's a tongue in there too. So if you you push your mouth into it and you move your mouth and you know kiss, and it's for people like if your wife or husband whatever goes to. You know, a lot of trips and stuff like that. You guys can still have the kisses every night. You can have that kind of stuff. Or long distance boyfriend girlfriend can still kiss, and it's you know mimicking your movements and stuff like that. And it's, it's <laughs> so 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 where this is gonna go. So go locally ahead. at the uh, Cockatiel's Emporium. <laughs> There's no hole. <laughs> See, that's where, I figured, that's where I figured it was going. How, how long do you have these kids things? How long does somebody have one of those before they end up putting their penis inside of it? Because yeah. no, there's, there's no, going to be like a quick that. release. I'm just saying there's going to be a quick release on the side because you know <laughs> at some point that's going to be caught in there. Like, oh, you, need to, you need to look it up because <laughs> it, when I saw it, I was like, okay, haha. And then I realized, oh, this is real. This is a real <laughs> thing. And they, like, the first thing I saw, they were going around and just having couples at, like, I don't know, it looked like a, 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 like in the mall, you know, where you eat and stuff like that. <laughs> and they were just like, here, try these out, you know, and they were doing it. And then it was other things. I think it was on, a, like, a talk show or something. So it's, I mean, it's around and it's out there. And I, it, Freaky, you know, it's just like <laughs> it depends I, on how freaky you want to get with it. You can go get your dick molded, you know, to have like a to send oh, it with your wife on oh, vacation. I know what you can do with that. <laughs> so, anyway, you need so to look how, up. So, how you long before somebody smoke. gets their dick molded? They've got their lips and they're, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That may be next. I mean, it's something you could put yourself into. And then on the other end is your molded penis, and the girl can do stuff to that, and it you'll feel it on the. And you can thing. plug it into your phone. And it Maybe. all shows up on VR. <laughs> Maybe sure I'll know. That'll be next. Time sure. will tell on that one. I guess. <laughs> all right, and the last piece of news: um, a bunch of people, a bunch of movies won awards, uh, movies that nobody has seen, have won Golden Globes and Critics' Choice Awards. So. Bully for them. <laughs> All right. Uh, in other news, I, I found this sure one this week. Sure, you get on some cock-sucking things. It's like, fuck the awards. Who cares? In other news, <laughs> apparently there's a horse that could use some of this technology. Uh, from the Associated Press in Bridgeton, Maine, a Maine rescue group, animal rescue group, says it raised enough money to save a 15-year-old pony that lost part of its penis due to cancer and frostbite. Horses, horses well, break their dick all the time. That's, yeah, that's not uncommon. What? Yeah, you broke, that's the term broke dick motherfucker <laughs> came from horses. Like, they Are get to... Me right now no, no, no. Okay. They get to mountain another horse and it yeah. breaks. It physically breaks. They can't use it again. That horse is put down. That's the term broke dick Motherfucker I came from broke dick horse. if I broke my dick, I'd so, put down too. So. <laughs> yeah. Just go ahead and put me down. I'm no good anymore. I think one episode of uh, Grey's Anatomy that fella broke his penis, didn't he? I don't want Grey's Anatomy. I don't it's know. It's been a long time. I'll have to borrow that from you. I don't, I don't that. have it. That's, that's yeah, horrible. Well, it's so here's my question is now, never mind. Well, see, I was, read, <laughs> I was reading over the stuff of the show and I flipped the page and I read. He has I on seen here. It. I didn't want to say nothing. Fundraiser saves pony who lost penis to cancer, <laughs> frostbite, and I was literally like, <laughs> I made that noise when I saw it. That, so wait a minute funny. now. We're gonna raise money for cancer penises, <laughs> but we can't save the broke dick horses. <laughs> well, here's the deal. Uh, the Bridgeton-based <laughs> yeah, Bridgeton animal rescue unit took over care of the pony that was suffering from cancer and infection. Brogan Horton said temperatures plummeting to 25 below exacerbated the problem, causing part of the animal's flesh to break off during an examination. Oh, Jesus. So I guess the horse had cancer, probably an open sore that got infected. It was cold. It was frozen. They went to go check into it, and apparently it just kind of fell off. So what's the lifespan of a horse? Well, this one's 15. I, I, think, they're around, I think they're around 30, usually, if you let them go. I, I was thinking like 20 was about the... On the high end of a lot this lifespan of a horse, so I'm sure it's like anything. Five more years, this horse is going to die, anyways. 
You should have just well, shot we, it in the head, I guess. I don't know. Uh, according to the story, uh, the animal named Richard. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, Is that really? <laughs> Dick will be spared from being euthanized. Thanks so to Dick's fun- Dick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thanks to a fundraising campaign that surpassed its goal of raising $4,000 for care, including reconstruction. So they didn't Son just... Son of a bitch, dude. <laughs> that makes you angry. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. You spend that kind of money? Is this some racing horse? No, I saw the picture. It's like a pony. like a Just like a cart horse. Like, it works around the Like, so one of the short miniature <laughs> yeah, horses? Those, uh, that's what it looked like to me. Somebody's got too much fucking money. Well, $4,000 worth. You know, though, you, you get a cause... And people will give you money for it if it's something. <laughs> if it, it's got to be like, if you want to send me four grand, I won't cut the heads off my ducks <laughs> to <laughs> eat them. I know you save would them. get money for people trying to. Yeah, they'd want to save them. That's yeah, too fucking late. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if you, get, if you get four grand for it. We're getting more ducks. Yeah, we'll, we'll buy some ducks instead. Of, Horton said the pony will be transferred to an animal hospital on Friday, and the surgery will take place on Monday. She said the goal for the pony is to live the remainder of its life pain free. You know, <laughs> so why not just cut the penis off? Well, my thing is, is like you, you got to contact these people to say, okay, this is what we want done. Could you imagine getting that phone call? And be like. <laughs> Who's this again? <laughs> yeah. Uh, could you send me some credentials? Because I mean, uh, just I've got a horse named Dick uh, yeah. who doesn't have one anymore. Can we get a uh, four thousand dollars, please? Yeah, like, so, so your horse with the broken penis is named Richard. Oh, it's but, not broken. It's falling yeah, off. Apparently. Yeah. Wait, well, wait a minute. We can three D print another penis <laughs> for the horse. For yes. the horse. For less than four. So 000. his dignity is not broken. Instead of spending four grand, we could probably spend like four dollars for a four four thousand dollars. You could probably three D print a hell of a. I mean, he could. Yeah, you could get. He'd a, be the most popular pony in the stable. If he, <laughs> it's like that's why they call me Richard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so, permanently hard too. Yeah. So before uh, before this uh, prosthetic is implanted, what is this pony hung like? <laughs> Do you have a picture? Uh, we could find one and put it on our but, social media. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> no, not of the. <laughs> we can get. We, we can That's get. That's what we're trying to do. <laughs> yeah. We may get flagged for that. Um, so that is the other news for this week. We wish Dick the best of luck. Oh yeah, uh, in a speedy recovery. <laughs> All right. This week in pop culture, today is the twentieth, uh, January twentieth, nineteen thirty. The first radio broadcast of the Lone Ranger was on uh, debuted on WXYZ, and that's the real station. Well, hi, in Detroit. January twenty first, which is Sunday, which is when people probably are going to have a chance to listen to this. Uh, January twentieth, nineteen seventy two, the first Star Trek fan convention was held in New York City's Statler Hilton Hotel. And look at where fan conventions, pop culture conventions, are today. It's not uh, what it was back then. Could you imagine? seeing that like today we're like oh yeah cons are everywhere you see them on the internet people dressing up stuff like that but you could you imagine being in 1972 rolling up on that what you remember when spock showed up and flipped everybody off at the star wars convention <laughs> no i didn't, I didn't see that, that. <laughs> oh shit you missed out it's been at least at least 10 years ago he, he just walked down the sidewalk just <laughs> as a, all the star wars people were dressed up you know it was wow. pretty funny. Speaking of the cons, did you see Stan Lee's going to be in St. Louis at the Wizard Con? No, I hadn't seen I that. thought he was done doing all that he stuff. He was supposed to have been. That was supposed to be in his uh, victory lap uh, a couple years ago when we saw him. Last yeah. two years ago or whatever. But yeah, he's the guy. I think as long as they can keep. There's a Harry Potter convention? No, it's, well, I, actually, I don't know. There what probably is. is but I think the Wizard, Wizard Con. Well, yeah, Wizard World. Yeah, it's it's the, that's just the name of the, the company. Wizard's a Waverly place. Yeah, that's the con. <laughs> Stan Lee's gonna be there. As long as they can get him on the dolly, out of the freezer, onto the dolly, yeah. wheel him to the place, they'll keep moving him to whatever convention people want to pay him to be. Shocking Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hello, Excelsior! Yeah. <laughs> uh, January twenty second, two thousand three, Chappelle Show debuted on Comedy Central. I'm Rick James, motherfucker. Yeah, bitch. Bitch. Took it way out of context. I did. I went, I went way out of control on that one. Yeah, it's a big I love the Chappelle show. That's so great. He's got to, now he's just doing Netflix stand up. 
Yeah, he's had a couple of those recently. Yeah, those yeah. are pretty good. It's funny that you've got Chappelle Show and OJ <laughs> yeah, in, in the categories keep going there. Down here. Uh, January twenty third, nineteen seventy seven. Roots premiered on ABC. I remember we talked about that in our uh, year end recap. You know, this just went real black from the. <laughs> from, <laughs> you know, started out from Lone Ranger, <laughs> the whitest person on the planet, <laughs> to we, real uh, black at the I bottom know. of the list. Well, actually, Black History Month's coming up. So. Let's be exact. Yes, the Lone Ranger in this was white, but the character that the Lone Ranger is based off of is a black lawman. It is. Yep. There you go. Star Trek like the, uh, broke the barriers with race. Uh, first yeah. black and white uh, kiss, wasn't it, on television? Yep. So, yep. so he you, broke the barrier right here, too, apparently. in this list. And January 24th, 1995, live coverage of the O.J. Simpson trial began, which set off a whole set of cable news networks 24-7 yeah. <laughs> covering the O.J. trial. I remember it was... Uh, oh, yeah. You couldn't big. turn on the TV without... Somebody in a suit on a stand, on a soundstage behind a desk talking about yeah, what I, happened today on the OJ trial. I never caught any of the live stuff, but I remember yeah. seeing it. At, you know that everywhere bits and pieces. I watched. I watched it. You did watch some of it. Yeah. It was, I watched the car chase. So it just proves yeah. that with enough money, you can kill anyone you want to and get away. Or enough fame or notoriety yeah. or. And and it goes to prove what I've said this whole time. You wait long enough and people don't care anymore. Look yeah, at that's right. he's he's on the rise again. People he's back in people's yeah. mouths but in positive way. He's not it's no just one's like even caring. It's like the caring. feller from Fremont Hills over here that murdered his wife and got off. And yeah. they they proved it 100% he killed her, but with enough million dollars you can just walk away from it. Yep. And after enough time the Blade Runners, the only one that didn't get away. <laughs> that's true. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't. Nope. He well, didn't. that's a little different down there. You know, you're yeah. In, they punish you're in you down the country. There. They'll just cut your legs off. <laughs> well, no pun be. intended for the blame. <laughs> <laughs> or Richard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's what's going on. Plus, a couple fellows have birthdays coming up this week. Uh, Kenny, your birthday's what? Tuesday. I don't know. Okay. Twenty third. Twenty Dusty, yours is twenty fourth. So yep. We got, you gonna make us a cake? Uh, I got. Dale Donuts. I had, I had one already. You should have put a candle in it. I should have. Hey, we, we didn't say no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's what's going on in pop culture in uh, this day, this week in pop culture history. Every week, uh, we also ask for your comments about the show, uh, comments about a specific topic for use in the show. Uh, you can send us your comments to popgoestheemail at gmail.com, on facebook.com at popgoestheculturepodcast, uh, and on Twitter at PGTC podcast, and you can use the hashtag, hashtag Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. You can find all of that and more on our website, uh, including new episodes of the podcast at www.pgtcpodcast.com. This week, uh, again, we're talking about pop culture awards. Uh, we had uh, one listener, Jerry and Nixa, sent us an award. Hey, thank you, Jerry. The uh, best William Shatner impression that she's ever heard went to the actor Kevin Pollack. Uh, it was in Usual Suspects and other things. Some that, hot water in 2017. <laughs> yeah. No, that's uh, Kevin, oh, Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Kevin right. Pollack is the uh, little shorter guy, dark hair. I think he wore a ball cap in that movie. Oh, all the time. yeah. Does He's the, been in is he the one that does the really good Christopher Walken? Yes, he does a good oh, Christopher Walken, too. Yeah. yeah, that guy's great. What else has he been in? He was in a few good men, too, I think. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, He's been in a lot of stuff. If you see him, I get people confused. Sorry, listeners. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> He would like uh, he Kevin Pollock sent us a message asked that he not be compared to Kevin Spacey if <laughs> possible. Uh, so Too late. Th- thanks, Kevin, for sending that in. Um, so we are going to jump into uh, our pop culture awards for 2018. Uh, everybody but Dusty wrote down a few. So nobody tells me anything. <laughs> we only told you like six times. Show me the proof you told me. Okay, we'll go well, back and on. listen to it. <laughs> well, let's see. Let me pull it out here. I think no. it's on Slack like three or four times. I <laughs> Who has a on phone? Facebook. <laughs> you, you have a phone. I think you shared it like 15 times. So anyhow, um, so Kenny, would you like to start? Well, Dusty uh, takes yeah. his pen and mad What am I looking for again? <laughs> Come up with some pop culture awards. I know you've mentioned some before to me already. So I just I, I just did a couple. Because, right. Let me hear. Just let me go one at a time here, and we'll just kind of go around. And if this was like. We don't do politics. We don't do right. stuff like that here. If I did, there would be a laundry list of things I could be douchebag <laughs> awards and stuff like that. But um, for me, I'm a big fan of the actor Ryan Hurst. He played uh, Opie on Sons of Anarchy, and he plays... I was going to say, that was little, Ron Howard on... 
opium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's no. the wrong guy. <laughs> no, no, uh, but now he, he plays a character on uh, the show I like, uh, Outsiders on WGN. Mm-hmm. And uh, he plays the uh, junior there. But he, I, I gave him the Best Supporting Actor in a TV Series Award because I, what he did with his character in Season 2 for 2017 was, I mean, a great range. And he did really good. And I'm, like I said, I'm a huge fan of his and all the way back from the Sons of Anarchy. All right, so that is one award. And uh, as you can see, if you're watching the video, we don't have anything to hand to these people. But uh, we'll, we'll send him a message on Twitter or yeah. something. So if he won an award, he can come by and pick it up uh, <laughs> at his leisure. And it's a day-old donut. <laughs> if there's any donuts left after these two have uh, celebrated their yeah. birthday, he's more than welcome to have one. <laughs> Uh, do you want to go again, or you want me to take one? Or how you, you probably have I've so got, much I've got better than I do. No, so me. these awards are from last year, right? Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. But it's really matter. <laughs> they say 2018 awards. Well, so. yeah, the well, awards the is, year that they're yeah. giving them out, but they're right. from the 2017. Yeah. So, for example, the award I've got the uh, worst kept secret identity award. Uh, it was a toss up. I wasn't sure whether to go with Iron Fist because he walks around telling everybody that he is the Iron yeah. Fist. So that's a and I love how they make fun of that. <laughs> like we know, <laughs> yeah, we've told us things. Uh, but instead, I gave it to uh, the Flash because there's not an episode of the Flash where the Flash is out there fighting a bad guy and somebody doesn't yell, "Hey, Barry!" Yeah. So that has to be if you if you're in that city if you're in Central City and you're paying any attention at all you're pretty sure that the Flash's first name is Barry and it's not a hard leap to figure yeah. out who it is from there. Yeah, I mean it's not like hey John where there's like fifty thousand Johns yeah. or I was like Barry. Barry's like two Barrys in the phone book. Yeah, exactly. So if you look it up, uh, I'm going to go with the Flash as the. Uh, the worst kept secret identity for our 2018 awards. So if That's uh, awesome. if anybody from the Flash would again like to come in, and if there are any donuts left uh, once Opie's had his, <laughs> uh, you're more than welcome to help yourself to whatever's left. Fantastic. Did you want to go? I got one. You I got, got one. one. All right, let's go. My, <laughs> my award is for uh, Mr. Joey Mills for having the largest DVD <laughs> slash Blu-ray <laughs> library of every movie you can think of in the Christian County area. That is, that is beautiful. He deserves a it fucking truly. donut. <laughs> uh, yeah, I already had one. I had, had one this morning, actually. All right, so Kenny, back to you. You got another award for us? Yeah, I've got a few. I'll, I'll save my, I guess, my funny one for the last one. Okay. Yo, there's uh, a funny one in there? Yeah, I got a funny one. <laughs> okay. Man. So I was taking this a little seriously. They're color-coded. Seri- they're, co- they're color-coded. <laughs> they are color-coded. Uh, I'm not that talented, but... Uh, the I, I gave the best child actor in a series... Uh, to, <laughs> not, not on film in a series on a series and it, I, I guess it is a series a Netflix series of, uh, I gave it to Millie Bobby Brown for her uh, 11 on Stranger Things on Stranger Things yep so I think uh, her acting she can n- not say anything and say so much she's very good I, I think so do you ever watch the aftertakes of them where they sat down and they Talked asked a bunch of questions. Yeah. She's actually Chatty Cathy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, not she, on film. Yeah. Yeah, she gets on some of the, like, the Tonight Show and stuff like that, and she's freaking hilarious, man. That's good. That's good. All right. Sorry, did I get too serious with these? You, I don't... Yeah, <laughs> no. You, uh, you can be as serious or as silly as you want to be. That's what it said. So All right. right. It said that? It said that. It said if you've that. been paying attention. I like the six times. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm, right. looking, I'm looking it up. Right? <laughs> Go ahead and look that up. <laughs> uh, that, my next award is for the best farewell performance. Um, it was a toss-up. I could have given it to uh, Andy Serkis, who plays Caesar the Ape in War of the Planet of the Apes, which I just watched. Um, that Spoiler <laughs> alert, I guess. That's his probably the last film that he's going to be in in that series, um, if they do go forward with it. Um, but I did not give it to him. Instead, I gave it to Hugh Jackman as Logan in the film Logan because nice. that was uh, the Wolverine that we've always wanted to see and to finally get to see it in their last performance. Um, Patrick Stewart could have easily qualified as well because just hearing Professor X cussing up a storm was, makes that movie, uh, takes it up another notch too. But you know, just to see the... The way they finally brought out Wolverine out of that character, it wasn't it wasn't the X Men kind of softer Wolverine that we've seen in some of those movies. This was the you know 
you know, going through the up the chin and out the top of the head, and you yeah. know, take people in the chest, you know, multiple times. And fast. just the whole setting of it was so gritty and everything. It just felt, you know, it was like this could be real. This could be happening somewhere. Yeah, know? and uh, he's finally the age where he looked like he'd the old, tired Wolverine. And I know some of that was makeup and stuff, but that that was to me the best way for him to go out uh, was in that role, and that was that was my best farewell. Completely agree. I like it, Dusty. You got anything? No. All right, back to Kenny. <laughs> well, you think of something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm giving the best. Well, wait, uh, one more thing. It was not mentioned till yesterday around 7 a.m., which most people are still asleep. That no, most people the show doc- <laughs> yeah, the only The only thing I have is a show document PDF file that... What's it say on that uh, document right here? What's that line say? I see this. But I didn't <laughs> open the document. Well, there you go. You don't open things. You don't know who they're from. <laughs> you knew who it was from. <laughs> All right. Seriously, Katie. we mentioned it like all night. <laughs> go back to, but, go back um, to you, Katie. What do you got? For me, I'm giving out the award for the best Marvel series of 2017 oh, to okay. The Gifted. Okay, I, yeah. That was a tough one. That. I went between the... Um, Oh, hell, what's another one? Apparently it wasn't that good. Yeah, dude, I'm, <laughs> I'm bad with uh, remembering some of that stuff. But Describe the, it. The 20 questions is a fit no, no bread box. Uh, we're not doing that. So The Gifted <laughs> is what I went with. And I even the scene in the series, or the, I mean, sorry, the season finale, mm-hmm. I, I love it. I love what they did with that. And I just, it's, uh, it tells a great story. They showed just enough of the powers being used, and I'm just like, yes, it's what I want. So, all right. So that Legion. Is, Legion is what you're thinking. Of. Okay, yes. well, I see. You could have described that. It takes me a second sometimes. All right, that's <laughs> fine. Uh, okay, well, I'm gonna go next in my uh, Lost Award. Lost referencing the TV show that uh, we used to watch years ago when it was on. Probably what ten years ago or so when it first came on um that show was so much fun to watch and most of the time you didn't have a fucking clue what was happening um so i give the lost award meaning something that has been fun to go through but i still don't have a damn clue what's happening um to the comic series mr miracle by tom king and mitch gerads they are six uh, issues into a 12 issue run it is one of the most it is a fantastic comic and I have no fucking clue what's happening in that comic. It's it's one of those where you're looking at it and you know there's something there, but you just can't piece the pu- the puzzle together yet. They don't have enough of the the big picture shown to you, but uh, that is my lost award uh, for this year. Oh, that's cool. Does right, Dusty Gaines? Yeah, I'm going to give it an award. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, to, to, Mr. The, to the not opening my Mr. Jacob Smoot for being the... Uh, only avid listener <laughs> of every week's show that we have that I can prove that he listens to it because he comments about it to me on the phone. So he's well, the only. Hello, Jacob. How are you yeah, doing? So he gets a fucking donut. <laughs> you and and he donut. probably will text me about Sunday and Did say, you, you got those donuts or what? Did you say he's going to fuck a donut? Or what? <laughs> For $4,000. $4,000, I'll fuck a donut. That's, I'll fuck the whole box. That's right. $4,000, we would fix a fucking penis <laughs> to fuck a donut. Are these glazed donuts? <laughs> they will be. It doesn't even matter for four grand. Give me two more minutes. Take the driest donut you got. All right. Well, good job, Jacob. Thanks for listening, yeah. and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, you'll get your game, your Mickey Mouse game this year as well. We love your broke dickheads. <laughs> Kitty, you got any other awards? You got another award? Well, I've got two more. I've okay, got. Go um, I'm giving the award I think for. Of two more. You don't have to. Uh, best. Uh, I'm giving the award for. Uh, really representing female empowerment to the DC universe. Okay. Uh, with the Wonder Woman, which was a massive success. You've got uh, the Gotham. You mm-hmm. might as well say, not Gotham Girls, is the movie's coming out, but the women of Gotham. I mean, that show's all about powerful women. And right. you have uh, the powerful women in the Flash and all those with the Canary and different ones are the stronger characters in these things. And they hold the universes together, and yeah, except for Supergirl. Yeah, well, Supergirl was a much better episode this week when she was in a coma. Yeah, but still, <laughs> they, I mean, it's 
Supergirl, her sister, right. Rain's the main character this season, and you know, bad guy, you know, stuff like that. So you yeah. have a lot of that, and for me having a daughter, for her to be able to have these shows to go, wow, women can be strong, they can be fighters, they can be heroes, they can be whatever. It's I, that's why I give. Is the that your wife's season. handwriting on that? <laughs> no, that's, actually, that's mine. I, I have a huge respect for women, so I, I love the fact that they're able to. Because girls, you know, they can only put on so many Black Panther or Captain America outfits and stuff like that. You know, they are, for that matter, so many Belle from you know Beauty and the Beast or something like that. Now they have these characters that are. Badass, cool costumes, strong, confident, and it's it's wonderful that you know women are getting that. You know, so that's great. That's, <laughs> I, I still think I still think Supergirl is a better episode this week. Yeah. It has been all season, and she I was like that show. And she was knocked it. out for the three quarters of the episode. <laughs> Supergirl and God or Supergirl and Arrow. I will keep watching them till the end. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, my uh, next award is what I'm calling the Brokeback Award, <laughs> not the Broke. Wait a minute. Uh, but there's a there's a line in what is what's the line? <laughs> He's talking about Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> what's the line in that movie? Something that I can't quit you, or I wish I could quit you, or something like that. I never saw. So you fucking my- have the movie. I know. <laughs> I don't, you. I don't know. You, you cannot borrow that. Like, I call it bullshit. I'm calling it the Broke Back. I'm calling this one the Brokeback Award because uh, for whatever reason, I still can't quit paying a subscription to World of Warcraft. Everyone. <laughs> I'll have a weekend off and be like, yeah, I'll, I'll probably play it for for this month. So I'll throw give them my $15 for the month and then play it for two hours and not pick it up again uh, the rest of the month. So they get my Brokeback Award. I wish I could quit uh, giving my money to World of Warcraft. I did. I did. A couple of years ago. You finally quit giving oh, yeah. your money? Oh, yeah. They haven't had my $15. And you know, while. when that was really hot and you could still make money off of it, I... I don't know anything about this stuff. And I was working at a sign place at the time, and uh, there's a bunch of people there that played. And I was like, <laughs> they asked me if I played, and I'm like, I don't play video games, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. And uh, they were talking about how much money they've made off of selling their characters and stuff. I was like, what? And they explained it to me. I was like, well, holy crap, no wonder people play this. You can make that kind of loot off of characters. But what was the game that had the. Uh... I think it was called Real Life or something like that. It oh, was a, Second Life. Second Life. Yeah. That was the most money people had stuff, made off yeah. of a game. They were like selling their apartments and stuff for a hundred thousand dollars, and people were like, and they were virtual apartments. They were selling, they were like selling clothing yeah. and stuff that they made, and it was weird. Really, I never played it, but I had heard about it. Yeah, it wasn't even a game so much as it was just like a chat room that had yeah with pictures. with characters in yeah it. yeah that's amazing yeah you got anything else dusty no all right back to kitty then kitty what um, you got? my final one, one and right. this is my fun one wait this one's funny so everybody laugh yeah <laughs> laugh um this is my award for the best buddy cop movie thor ragnarok yes it was it was a good buddy cop movie all right <laughs> My kids liked it, so I don't care. <laughs> yeah. They laughed. They thought it was funny. That's good. All right, my last one. I am calling this the uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm Award. If you don't know who he is, uh, that's Jeff Goldblum's character in Jurassic Park. Dr. Ian Malcolm, yeah. the guy with the uh, rock star mathematician or whatever. And there was a quote in that movie uh, where they're talking about creating dinosaurs. And he says, your scientists were so busy wondering whether or not they could. They never stopped and thought about whether or not they should. should yep. So I give that award to uh, director Ryan Johnson of The Last Jedi. <laughs> he has uh, done a lot of trying to defend some of the choices he made by saying, well, if you look at this comic or you look at this novel from whatever, this stuff's been done before in Star Wars, so it's okay that I did these things. And you know, he was so busy wondering whether or not he could do some of that shit that he pulled in that movie that he didn't stop thinking about whether or not he should do some of that stuff that he's yeah. done in the movie. So. So he gets the uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm Award for this year. So what I was watching on regular local television every weekend, every Saturday morning, they have these adventure shows where they go to these places and they discover all this stuff. Sometimes it's like canyons or, you know, in the Arctic or something. So you were talking about Jurassic Park and they went to Dominican Republic today, this morning, and they it's like the 
Amber, they didn't, they Amber, didn't go there today. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> when I watch the show today. It's not live. <laughs> they have all the, this, like the highest Amber place on on the planet is right. Dominican Republic. And they've got bugs inside of Amber, right. just like they showed in the original Jurassic Park. Yep. So that may not be as far-fetched as we think, because they had it. I seen it. Physically today on TV. <laughs> they were there today. They I were there today well, and yesterday. When they found that uh, little woolly mammoth, they've. When was that? Yeah, it was a few years ago. The a few years frozen ago. Yeah, that, I remember. That they fast tracked the thing to start extracting uh, the DNA, DNA and getting yeah. those. So do we have a woolly mammoth yet? I would not. Somebody does. <laughs> I would not. In uh, a lab. Somewhere. By now they've it's matured enough. It's got to be walking around. Because I mean they they got they went from like. Yeah, we can maybe do this till they found it, and they're like, you know, they were on it. So. Yeah, there was like hair, bones, everything. So yeah, they yeah. had plenty of places to pull from. So, so let me get this right. But we could never. I don't see how they can implement frogs as dinosaurs. They like, can't. It was just for the movie. I know, but somebody saw, thought this out, like truly thought this out to I'm see sure if that was possible. So I bet you, I bet you, eventually we can. They're gonna find the right preserved dinosaur, just like they found a mammoth. They could probably find one in a an old tar pit that fell in there or something, and you know, encased over, perfectly preserved. I'm guessing they'll do like the woolly mammoth. They'll find. Well, the woolly the, mammoth would probably be easy. Be, not easy. Yeah, that's that something extremely close. One of those. But, yeah, there are so many yeah. mammals now that you can, yeah, with elephants and, you know. Something cattle. extremely close to that that just needs hair on it to be. Yeah, because I think, I mean, the what the next closest would be like uh, the crocodiles or whatever, the, their ancestors. I mean, they've basically, crocodiles have been around since the dinosaur yeah. age. Actually, so. I think they're saying that the closest thing to a dinosaur right now is like a chicken. A turkey. Yeah. Because, oh, is it? Yeah, because yeah. They, they think that they were less reptile and more bird-like in a lot of ways. So, I don't know. Probably more ostrich. The bigger bird is better. Ostrich. Yeah, probably so. So, those are our awards for this year and a couple of sidetrack conversations. <laughs> uh, if you agree, disagree, did we miss somebody? Should, somebody, should Iron Fist have gotten an award? Um, for something, probably not. Uh, let the, us widest, the widest, uh, <laughs> the widest Chinese guy, the widest martial artist. Yeah. Um, tell us who we left out again. You can find all of our contact information at www.pgtcpodcast.com. A quick note: um, we are going to be recording a few shows uh, between now and oh spring. And we would like to invite some folks that are local to the Springfield, Missouri area to come in. We've got some ideas planned. We want to uh, try to do some uh, audience participation type things um, with the idea that if we can turn this into a live show, that we would like to use that uh, platform to bring people up on stage and do some fun stuff with us at those. Um, so if you are in the area and you're listening to this show and you would like to come hang out with us for a couple hours on a Saturday afternoon and get to do some fun and games why let us know again you can contact us uh a number of ways all that information again is on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com that's all i've got planned for this week anything else you fellas want to talk about uh, that's all no. nope you guys ready to go all right then for uh myself uh joey mills at geekdad.com and over here to my right again is Kenny with Freedom Hunter Graphics. And across the table from him to my left, Mr. Stafford from Stafford Lawn Care. And uh, come get your top and tails done at uh, <laughs> Cocktails Emporium. <laughs> for, for does, wow. You, you, need to, you need to be paying for some of those sponsored ads there. Uh, for, uh, for the gang, then, that's it for this week's show. Again, reach out to us. Let us know if you'd like to be a part of an upcoming show. And until next week, we will uh, see you then. Later. Bye. See ya.